You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And good morning this wonderful Wednesday morning. Nick Medelsky live from Wasika, Minnesota. The clouds appear to be starting to part, and maybe the rain is done for the day soon. Uh, joining me for this uh, half here, uh, Father Andrew Bierman uh, from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester here, and the pastor in Fairmont, Minnesota, uh, will be talking to us about Unbound Ministry, uh, which you may or may not be familiar with. It's, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to try and explain it. That's what the interview is for. <laughs> so, Father Andrew, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Could you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and... Uh, uh, just how you got involved with Unbound? Uh, okay, I'm a priest for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. I just celebrated my 25th anniversary of ordination last month. Oh, congratulations! Uh, so uh, thank you. I've been um, I've been at uh, a pastor at parishes and also spent some time working at the seminary in Winona as the uh, dean of formation or vice rector, and then later on as the rector. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, I got involved in the Unbound Ministry. I went to a conference with Neil Lozano, who is really the uh, the one who has been promoting it uh, in our country and throughout the world. And um, uh, I think it's um, it's kind of an outgrowth of the uh, charismatic uh, prayer ministry with the specific aspect of uh, deliverance prayer. And uh, based on his years of experience, 30 or 40 years now, praying with people uh, for deliverance. He's developed a kind of a model of unbound prayer uh, that, is, uh, that seems to be very effective in help, helping people to be delivered from the power of Satan in their lives and to be set free for the kingdom of Christ. And so the very word unbound uh, means to to experience freedom and not to be bound uh, by sin or any any kind of influence of evil spirits in our life. Right. So, uh, and we're talking kind of, it, it might sound a little dramatic uh, to people when we're talking about, you know, being unbound from the power of Satan and demons and evil and things like that in our lives. Uh, but unbound is different from, uh, say, uh, something is drastic as an exorcism, correct? That's correct, yeah. Uh, so, exorcisms are pretty rare, and as are possessions, uh, but uh, as far as being tempted uh, to sin, that's very common that we all experience. And um, St. Paul discusses that in the letter to the Ephesians in chapter 6, where he says, uh, Put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, the powers, the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Uh, in other words, uh, there is a spiritual battle going on, and that is for, uh, for the salvation of our soul, and we're all involved in it. So uh, this, this particular prayer helps us to recognize uh, along with discernment of spirits, I suppose you could uh, join that to it, to to see how is God calling us in our life, uh, 
as opposed to how is the evil one or the enemy tempting us away from God. Right, right. So uh, just like you said, it's something that's in all of our lives. Uh, This isn't something that's, you know, uh, just for um, people who have had some sort of dramatic, you know, <laughs> the fires of hell opening up before you or something you know again i think uh when you start talking about you know uh the devil and evil and things like that people get the hollywood image in their mind uh but as mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned it's a more um subtle you know uh, uh there's temptation in all of our lives right and this isn't mm-hmm. something that uh you know this is something that that's really uh for pretty much everyone right I think so, yes. I've, I've also um, uh, had training in um, spiritual direction with the uh, Institute for Priestly Formation, and one of the things that they focus in on are the, the rules of discernment of spirits of St. Ignatius of Loyola, who mm-hmm. um, uh, talks about these things as well. It's how to recognize uh, Satan, the enemy in our lives, and how to recognize God. And so uh, the way that he usually comes to us is not in a in a blatant way that we can readily recognize, but it's more subtle. And it's in the form of thoughts that might come to our mind, or uh, feelings that we have, or desires. Uh, And so the same is true with God. You know, we have inspirations that are thoughts that God uh, gives to us uh, about uh, doing something good, or about the truth that the Lord has revealed to us. And so if it's something that is from God, we want to receive it and, uh, and dwell upon it and savor it. But if it's from the enemy, we want to reject it right away. So that's the subtle nature of it. Uh, so St. Paul says, stand fast against the tactics of the devil. And one of the tactics is he is a liar, Jesus says. He is the, the father of lies. And so the thoughts that he suggests to us are, seem to be true, uh, in our particular situation, but they are actually lies. But if we if we go through life believing them, then we're in a, a kind of deception, and we're uh, we're bound in some ways. Uh, so some common common lies that people may believe about themselves are: um, if people really knew me, they would reject me, or mm. no matter what I do, it's not good enough, mm. or uh, there isn't anyone who really loves me. Uh, these kinds of things that can happen in our lives uh, based on certain events and um, situations uh, where the tempter is right there with a lie uh, to try to get us to believe uh, something that is contrary to what the Lord has told us. Jesus, on the contrary, says, I have come that you may know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And so a, a big part of the unbound prayer is receiving the truth from the Lord, uh, receiving the blessing from God uh, about the truth of who we are. In other words, how does God see us, to see ourselves as God sees us, and who God is. Uh, He Mm. is our loving Father. Mm. Beautiful, wonderful. If you're just joining us, uh, we're speaking with Father Andrew Bierman about Unbound Ministry. And uh, one of the features of Unbound, kind of the, one of the ways to, I guess, the, the skeleton outline of it has to do with the five keys. Uh, could you just explain a little bit uh, what these five keys are and uh, why they're so important uh, to this sure. model of ministry? Um, 
Neil Lozano, uh, in describing unbound prayer, found that uh, the most effective prayer is uh, using all five keys. And he uses the analogy of a door that has locks on it. Uh, you know, sometimes we have doors that have multiple locks. And so let's say there's five locks on this door. If I open four of them, but the fifth one is still locked, I can't open the door. So I have to open all five uh, to be able to open the door. And so in this case, the five keys of unbound prayer uh, are as follows. The first is repentance. Uh, That's the initial teaching of Jesus, is repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And so to, to turn away from sin, to make an act of the will, to say, I no longer want sin in my life. And it's um, repentance literally means rethinking or a, a change of our mind or of our heart, a conversion. Most often this key is taken care of when we go to confession because we're repenting of our sins there. The second uh, key is forgiveness. Throughout the Gospel, Jesus tells us the importance of forgiving others who have wronged us, especially the the parable of the unforgiving servant who uh, was forgiven a huge debt, but then he in turn was not able to forgive a fellow servant who owed him a much smaller amount, meaning what God has forgiven us uh, is much greater uh, than anything that other people have uh, done to us or caused harm to us. So So the prayers of unbound include prayers of forgiveness, which is to say, uh, making a statement in the name of Jesus that I forgive, uh, naming the specific person for, and then naming the specific uh, occasion or or wrong that they committed against me uh, as a way of letting go. Uh, we can become bound by being trapped in unforgiveness or where, um, where we start to dwell on uh, what that person has done and the anger that it has caused in us. Next is uh, renunciation, which is uh, just a continuation, I would say, of our baptismal promises. When we are baptized, we say, do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his promises? And we say, I do. Mm-hmm. Well, in this prayer, it is uh, going to the specifics of what are the specific works and actions of Satan in my own life that I want to renounce. So it might be a spirit of pride. It could be a spirit of comparison, uh, self-judgment. Uh, those kinds of things. Uh, and then there's a prayer of command, which is commanding those spirits to leave, like they did in the Gospels. They, they mm-hmm. expelled spirits with a simple command. Mm-hmm. And finally, the prayer of blessing, hearing the truth that God reveals to us. Beautiful, beautiful. So those are sort of the five keys, and I, and I like that analogy that's used, that uh, you know you have to unlock all of the uh, the bolts in the door <laughs> before you can get the door yeah, open. Right. So. Um, that's a great way of looking at it, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more after the break about kind of you know a more um, more uh, personal experiences uh, you might have witnessed uh, some of the you know how you've seen it change people's lives, um, and kind of you know uh, we've been doing kind of the overview of the uh, uh, what you might call the the academics of it, right? Describing all of the yeah. the steps and things like that. So hopefully after the break we'll get a chance to talk more about. Um, you know, how, how it's changed people's lives and why it's uh, such a gift to the church. So stay with us on Real Presence Live with Father Andrew Bierman talking about the Unbound Prayer Ministry.
up. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Father Pfeiffer of the Diocese of Fargo, just taking a moment to reflect on the significance and the importance of the Mass. As we come to the Mass, we should approach the Mass as if we were coming to the Last Supper. We were coming again to Calvary, as they are represented to us. Those that come to the Mass oftentimes have preoccupied minds. They are distracted. There's many things going on in their heart and their mind that they do not able to focus on the significance and the reason they are there. I think it's important to reflect on what is your friendship with Jesus? Because your friendship with Jesus will build your character. It will build your virtue. The reason Jesus gives us the Eucharist is so that we can become like him. How will you approach the Mass? It's important to reflect, to prepare your hearts to receive him, the Lord of Lords. This is Nancy Mickelson from Nativity Parish in Fargo, North Dakota. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation, the University of Mary. Of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide, Mary is ranked number one by the National Benchmarking Service Mountain Measurement. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And eligible nursing students receive their senior year of tuition free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation. Check us out at umary.edu nursing. That's umary.edu nursing. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And thanks for sticking with us this morning. Father Andrew Bierman on the line, sharing a little bit about Unbound Prayer Ministry, which is a beautiful healing ministry uh, that we have here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and in fact, uh, throughout the world. Uh, really, Unbound has uh, spread to all corners of the world, um, just uh, like we said in the first half, kind of um, delivering people from those uh, temptations, from those ways in which, you know, the the evil one might still bind us in a way. Um, so uh, before the break, we went through kind of the five keys, um, which were, let me pull that back up because I'll forget and mess them up if I do them off the top of my head, repentance, forgiveness, renunciation, um, the uh, prayer of authority, and then finally the Father's blessing, the prayer for the Father's blessing. Um, One of the central parts of the unbound process, this healing process, is the name of Jesus Christ. And of course we see, like we say back in the Hollywood movies, right, you know, the power of Christ compels you. Um, But there is power in Jesus' name. Uh, How does that figure into Unbound? Uh, Well, Jesus himself said in the Gospels, whatever you ask in my name, my Father will grant. And so it's just simply 
uh, taking him at, at his word and recognizing the power of the name of Jesus. Uh, the Catechism itself says that that um, uh, the name of Jesus is uh, is a, such a powerful prayer that it it actually makes Jesus present just by saying his name. Uh, so when we do, when we in, uh, engage in the unbound prayer, uh, everything is in the name of Jesus. So just an example of the of the five keys that would be in the name of Jesus, I forgive so-and-so for the specific thing. And then in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of comparison, or in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of doubt, uh, for example. And then uh, finally, the blessing is uh, praying that that, uh, God the Father will speak through you as you give a blessing to the person. So... If we look at the uh, the life of Jesus, he received numerous times the blessing from the Father. For example, mm-hmm. when he was baptized, he came up out of the water, and the voice of the Father said, You are my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's really a, a longing in our heart to receive that blessing from the Father, to, to see how God the Father looks upon us with great joy and love and delight. And favor, and I think that's the that's the real key of this unbound ministry. It's not so much focusing on uh, Satan and what he's doing, but on what God is doing, and how great God is, and and how merciful and His love for us. And that's a wonderful way of putting it, because a lot of the the things you mentioned, you know, doubt, comparison, uh, things like that, those are all things we struggle with. But it's not about those things, right? It's about the way in which Christ can transform us and uh, change yeah. our lives. Yeah, Neil Lozano used the example of the book Exodus uh, uh, to illustrate this. That um, If you read Exodus, uh, you see that there's a role that Pharaoh plays in the story, but Exodus is really not about Pharaoh and what he's mm. doing. It's about God setting the people free from slavery of Egypt. Uh, so that's really the focus. And the same is true in our own lives. It's not about the devil and what he's doing. It's about God and his desire to set us free, uh, who is all-powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking about the way this changes people's lives, what sort of changes have you witnessed in, in people uh, just through this ministry and spreading this ministry? Well, I think... Um, uh, maybe uh, you can just see it by the examples of people being set free from um, uh, fundamental uh, errors or lies that they may have believed about themselves. Uh, Neil Lozano tells the story himself of, of um, uh, he always used to have a kind of a critical spirit. Like when he would see people, he would make judgments about them in his mind or, or think, why can't they be this way? And he thought, well, that's just part of my personality. You know, I tend mm. to be critical of others. But then someone said, well, maybe we should uh, pray and renounce that spirit. And so they prayed, uh, in the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of criticism. And he said he actually felt something go up off of him and leave. Wow. And after that, uh, he, he saw people in a whole different light. He, he looked mm. upon them with compassion and understanding rather than that spirit of criticism. So he said... It, it may have been there for a long time, but it really wasn't part of his personality. It's something that mm-hmm. became attached to him at a certain point in time. Right. Uh, that's one example. 
another per, another person uh, that I prayed with uh, her, her um, first grade teacher who was a who was a sister uh, grew angry with her for some reason and told her you are public enemy number one and mm-hmm. since it was uh, a nun who told her this uh, she tended to believe it and she kind of went through life thinking that was true that um, people didn't really want her around that um, they would prefer if she wasn't present. Uh, kind of that that she's an enemy mm. of everyone, mm. and so it, it led to her kind of um, holding back in uh, uh, gatherings with others, and kind of uh, thinking that um, there was that sense of rejection. But uh, being being able to renounce that lie that uh, that I'm public enemy number one allowed the truth to come in that um, that God has made me as uh, beautiful and wonderful in his eyes and a gift to others, therefore, that, uh, that the Lord wants me to share myself with others and experience the joy that he does uh, when he's with me. Right. There's, there's so much that, that Christ calls us to, um, that healing and just for us to realize that we're loved, right? And that we're called That's to right. love others. And that's one of the things I love about Unbound is it takes all those different things. Like you said that Neil Lozano, he just thought criticizing people all the time was part of his personality, right? Um, and that that was just something he was he was going to live with and just who he was. And until he really prayed about it and really, you know, went through, you know, like you said, renounced that spirit in the name of Jesus. Um, it, and then that completely changed everything um, because he went there with faith and really really wanted to renounce that and really um, spread that love of Christ to others and really live that joy. You know, not only, like you said, understanding that he's loved by God, but understanding and living that everyone else is loved by God too. So uh, just a beautiful um, healing and a beautiful way for people to uh, to really grow in their faith and move past some of these things that, like, like you say, might bind us or hold us back a little bit. Um, and that's one of the yeah. things that's really... Uh, exciting and interesting about Unbound. Um, how long mm-hmm. has Unbound been here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester? Uh, well, um, I went to the conference at, it was at Steubenville, the Franciscan University. Uh, I think it was around 2005. And then um, uh, I ended up becoming the director of ongoing formation for priests in our diocese, so I invited me to come and give a conference uh, wow. in Winona, and that was uh, 2011, I believe, and so mm-hmm. he actually did. And then um, most recently, they've invited him to come back again, and we had another conference in September of 2019, and that was in Fairmont, and we had um, 250 people attending the conference. Wow. Uh, so that was a, a great grace. Uh, so uh, if our listeners want to find out more or want to um, get more involved uh, with Unbound, or learn what it's about, or you know, go through the the, the five keys uh, with things in their lives. Uh, where would they find out more information? Well, I think uh, many dioceses have uh, an Unbound ministry, prayer ministry established uh, with teams that can uh, meet and pray with people. Uh, we were we were just in the process of getting that up and running when uh, COVID pandemic hit. Uh, so that's kind of uh, throwing a wrench in the gear, but we're hoping to uh, reestablish uh, those teams in each of the deaneries of our diocese. And I know um, New Alm Diocese and the Archdiocese of St. Paul also has uh, unbound prayer teams. 
Otherwise, to find out more information about Unbound itself would be to read the book by Neil Lozano, and that is um, Unbound is the title of it, Freedom in Christ, uh, in which he goes through the, the process of the five keys and praying with others and being set free. And that's Lozano, L-O-Z-A-N-O, right? That's, <laughs> that's right. Just, it's, a, it's a, a little different name, so I want to make sure people uh, know how to look that up. So, excellent, and hopefully that, that uh, now that COVID, well, I guess you never know. They were just talking about masking and not masking the other day, so we'll see. Hopefully we're getting in the clear from all this COVID, and you'll be able to start those, those prayer teams up again. Um, so, uh, any final thoughts or reflections you want to share with our listeners while we still have you on? Um, well, I would say it's been a, uh, it's been a great blessing in my life and, um, it's been helpful even in, uh, the sacraments of reconciliation to, uh, just to lead people through a few of the prayers of forgiveness and unbound and, and the great freedom that they experience uh, along with the, uh, the grace of of forgiveness in the sacrament. Um, I think it's um, it's a it's a return to, in some ways, the early church with the apostles, and uh, and the desire of Christ really to set us free, uh, to be His beloved sons and daughters, uh, His children who approach God the Father uh, with great joy and with love. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful to hear. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Father Andrew, for joining us this morning. Uh, thank you for your ministry in Christ Church and to his people. But thank you very much. And keep me in your prayers, please. And uh, actually, I, I should have asked this. <laughs> Would you mind giving, our, uh, giving us a blessing uh, before we let you oh, go? Oh, sure. All right. Let us pray. Through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, all the angels and saints, we pray that the blessing of God the Father come upon you, that you may recognize his love for you as his beloved son or daughter, uh, that he looks upon you with, with delight, uh, with whom uh, you, with whom he is well pleased. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father Andrew, for joining us this morning. We hope you'll stick with us after the break. Uh, Father Andrew Vogel will be joining us from Mankato. And then we'll close things out with Ed Penton of the National Catholic Register. 